0: Welcome to the On Stage with Wellness podcast. I'm Danny, And I'm Gina. We are performers turned certified health coaches who help artists reclaim their power and take intentional action in their life. Are you a performer who is tired of feeling burnt out, not good enough, and like you don't have control over your career? Get ready to feel energized, confident, and fully in charge of you on and off the stage. Tune in each week to get holistic lifestyle and nutrition tips for a sustainable career as a performer, our
1: own inspirational stories and experiences, as well as our guests, and practical tools to handle rejection, competition, and perfectionism in the industry. And now, on with the show. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode. (laughs) I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to be cool. So Danny likes that I was wearing a turtleneck today and so I'm trying to like channel my inner like coffee shop poetry reader. So
0: that was giving, my attempt. She's giving she's giving poetry reader vibes or like I'm going to just like sing you one song while you're drinking coffee vibe or something.
1: Oh my god. I feel like I want to just like start like riffing or something like da 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 or something like that.
0: <laughs> Please. Please, at the end of the uh, episode. just trail off into song, that would sound nice.
1: Oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in. Just just listen. I'm
0: gonna Great, put it in. Can I?
1: amazing. Well, speaking of uh, taking care of ourselves, did we actually say that? We didn't. Uh, I don't know. Nope. We are still in. We are still in the COVID nineteen. This episode is gonna come out a little bit later, um, around June, but. Right now it's May and we are still in the COVID. Talk about uh what's probably new- still will be in June. So it's true. It's true. Um, what's one new thing that you've discovered about yourself in COVID-19, Danny?
0: Um well, way to <laughs> throw in this question. Um, <laughs> um I think I've just I've just been um enjoying the space and the time and I've just been learning about how I really enjoy sleep <laughs> because I think uh, you know pre-COvid I uh, there were definitely some nights where I was not sleeping as much I was getting home late waking up early the next day and this is something that I feel like now I really want to Make a non-negotiable moving forward because it makes a huge difference when I get seven to eight hours of sleep every single night, and I've fallen into this like my natural sleep rhythm. Like go to bed at eleven, wake up at seven, just like organically. I mean, yep. I'll set an alarm sometimes, but that's like kind of my natural sleep rhythm. I've I've fallen into. Isn't it nice? It's so great. I, lo- I love. I love like, sleep. Thing I love being able to do. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. My mom used to have to check my pulse when I was sleeping because I literally
0: wouldn't move. I love sleeping. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. That's so weird. So cute.
1: I don't know if that's cute, but okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe scary, <laughs> but, uh, a little terrifying. Um, I
0: just picture, like cute little you, like not oh,
1: moving. I mean, terrifying. Um, I would say the thing that I have learned or I guess what I need and judging by the title of this episode, like it definitely goes along with self-care is, uh, taking a step back from social media. Like I love social media, but gosh, darn, like right now is not the time to be like completely enthralled in like the news and, um, anything that's, you feel like, you can get yourself into a spiral a downward spiral um with anxiety and the fear of the unknown and you know all those things so yeah. um my sundays have been my day of just like shutting off shutting off my phone not really um reaching out only to certain people and just like staying off my phone as much as possible um i've just i've mentioned in another episode recently but i've been keeping my phone on do not disturb at all times, um, which has been so helpful for me to set a little bit of boundaries and to just make me feel like less anxious about my time and about my space. So mm. that's what I've I love that,
0: you're doing that. Yeah.
1: It's, it's like been so surprising. Um,
0: what's the biggest, I, the biggest lesson you feel like you've learned from that?
1: Hmm. I think the biggest lesson is that uh, oh man that my time is the most valuable than than what people expect of me, mm. like um like we're all working from home right now, or you know most of us, and I think employers think that you can be available because you have nothing else to do. You have nowhere else to go. And it's just, it's not the case. It's not healthy. It's not normal. Um, And it doesn't value your time. And Mm -hmm. I think you really have to take initiative and say, you know, I'm only going to be available Monday through Friday around this time. And you have a cutoff time because if you don't do that, People will contact you and expect you to answer at all hours of the day. And it's just not the case. You can't do that to yourself. Um, So that's something I've noticed in my clients, something I've noticed um, with Lululemon. um, And we've all had to set our boundaries in, in small ways. And a big part of that is just expressing to your loved ones, like, hey, I'm taking Sunday off. Like, you won't hear from me, but I'll be back in on Monday, you know. Right.
0: And all you have to do is exactly what you said, like, say that, like, mm-hmm. I, I you so know, everyone knows, so they don't think you disappear and they're not like, oh, I was worried. You know, it's like, you're just mm-hmm. setting that boundary. You're letting them know, you know, this is what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. exactly. FYI. Exactly. Yeah. Which I think leads us perfectly into yes. the topic of today, because setting it's- boundaries is a form of self-care, which we'll talk about, but, um, basically we just wanted to to talk about self-care and the importance of it and what it means um, and then the different um, the different categories within self-care. So um, I think sometimes we think it might just be some sort of luxurious thing, but it really can be a lot deeper than that.
1: When I was growing up um, as a teenager, like I guess uh, 18, 19, that that sort of period, I always thought that self care meant like scrubs and masks and right. bath time and massages. Like mm. everybody thinks it's like this physical experience. Um, mm. But like Danny said, it's so much more than that, it's so much deeper than that. Um, and we try to help our clients um, experience self care on all different levels, a very well rounded level. Um, so, do you want to talk about uh, physical, Danny?
0: Yeah. So there's physical self-care and that could be in the form of movement. So Mm. making sure you're getting daily movement, whatever that may be. Um, you're taking care of your nutritional needs. So you're eating foods that will nourish your body and, um, it could also be skincare. So taking care of your skin, um, Mm. getting great hydration, drinking lots of water and fluids getting good sleep, which is what I talked about at the beginning mm. of the episode, um, having good hygiene, you know, make people sure you're- forget shy. about that. <laughs> I know.
1: I really do.
0: Like people forget about that. Yeah, totally. I think it's like, and I think hygiene also goes with skincare. Like make sure yes. you're just, you're taking care of your your physical outer shell because that's going to make you feel better internally. And also it's just going to, you know- keep you feeling good. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can do all the masks in the world, but if you're not feeding yourself good, nutritious, wholesome foods, you know, those pimples aren't going to go away because, you know, you're not feeding yourself the right stuff to
0: internally cleanse. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, skin is such a, um, an internal job really. Yeah. Um, other things to think about too are creating a non-toxic environment. So making sure, you know, as much as possible, you're starting to get rid of those chemicalized um, things in your environment and replace them maybe with some more natural um, sources of things like soaps and shampoos and um, conditioners and cleaning supplies mm. um, because those chemicals can affect your um, internal hormonal balance um and a host of other things
1: I do want to mention also with that with home environment I'm so obsessed with home environment I know you are yeah (laughs) um I think we forget about our clothing too like wearing wearing really breathable uh clothing which also is a form of self-care uh to your hygiene because if you're wearing Mm -hmm. a lot of like tight uh tight stuff all the time and you don't let your body breathe, um, with certain clothing, like sometimes that can cause some issues with your health. So I think, yeah, that's something I don't really, or not many people think about, but that is physical self-care too.
0: That's such a great point. I think that's why I love wearing like, kind of like loose sweatshirts. Like I just like, (laughs) I don't know if that is the right option,
1: (laughs) <laughs> I but, mean, yeah. Like when you're compressing, like I, I live in Lululemon all day, I and mean, yeah. yes. But when I'm compressing my body, like with a sports bra or with tights, like all day, it can mm. really be bad for like your lady bits. Yeah, um, definitely. Not to like get graphic, but like, no, it's true. It's it's definitely related to hygiene and and your skin. So mm. definitely,
0: yeah. Um, and the last thing with physical health is any sort of uh, physical therapy of sorts. So like massage therapy, acupuncture. You know, um, doing doing certain practices that help you with your your physical health and making you feel maybe less tight or um, you know just keeping like I know acupuncture. You can use acupuncture for all sorts of things, but um, just keeping things flowing in your body um, the way that they are meant to. Um, so you feel physically the best you can possibly feel
1: there's also from a therapy reiki which i had no idea what reiki was yeah. i was looking that up it's it's so cool
0: i had my friend as a reiki um uh what do you call it i don't know she practices reiki practitioner practiced yeah practiced on me and it was really awesome oh
1: my god i guess that would go along the lines of what we're about to speak a little bit further down um with yeah. spiritual but yeah so cool
0: yeah, so that's your physical self-care practices and then um there's emotional which Gina you can get into and I think that's perfect for you. Y'all.
1: Yeah. Um I am an emotional princess. I feel all the things. I think it comes with just like being an actor and um and being Pisces. Yeah, Pisces exactly. Just okay, what, Yeah, just expressing emotions um and I think When you can do that in a healthy way, that is a form of self-care right there. I think so many of us hold our emotions in and it can cause a lot of issues, whether it's like eating issues, addiction issues, um, relationship issues. So um, a lot of people do not think that self-care is something that is like for your emotional well-being, but Um, That's why we're mentioning it today. Um, So a big part of emotional self-care is communicating, Um, just communicating your thoughts, um, obviously in a healthy way, not so much like yelling and screaming unless that's something you need to do with yourself, Um, but communicating in a way that is the most impactful um, and that brings people closer, not necessarily pushes them away. Um, one of the other things is listening, listening to others, um, that can really help us open ourselves up into learning about different people's perspectives and, um, acknowledging and respecting those. Um, so that is a big part of emotional because like if we feel angry about something or if we feel sad about something and we get someone's perspective on it, um, it can sometimes change how we feel into a more positive experience. Um, and then a big one that we were talking about, or I was talking about at the very beginning is setting boundaries. Um, this is probably, this should honestly be my word of the year or like maybe the, my word of the decade, who knows, <laughs> <laughs> but boundaries is huge for me. Um, I've had to set boundaries with, um, uh, myself, my time, my space, my, uh, relationships, um, uh, my work. Everything so, if this helps you to feel more relaxed and less anxious about your life um, and about what's going on or anything that's traumatic, this will really, really help with that. Um, I know one example that I have used recently is if you have toxic relationships in your life where people are just taking and taking and taking, um, you want to cut that relationship out. You want to set a boundary with that person. Um, if you're not hundred percent about cutting this person out of your life, just letting them know, like, you know, I'm feeling strongly about setting a boundary here and being there for them uh, from a distance. But if it means that your uh, emotional well being will be healed, that is something that you need to do. So setting boundaries is, uh, is so important. Do you have yeah, any I mean, words I mean, of I mean, wisdom? I'm yeah, sure what do you have any words of wisdom on setting boundaries
0: no i mean i think exactly what you said um and i think uh i think you also have to set boundaries with yourself too sometimes like with the phone oh, like, yeah. you, like you said you know sometimes you have to set a boundary with yourself like okay i'm gonna you know give uh, set this time is my my sacred me time and i'm not gonna look at my phone or mm-hmm. whatnot um but yeah but definitely in terms of others if you find you know any sort of um those negative feelings or you feel some sort of like resistance or hostility towards someone, or you do feel like you're putting more into the, the relationship. It's just a time to kind of step back and look at what, um, look at what maybe can change about it. What, what can you change about it? And, and maybe it is cutting the person out. Maybe it's not, maybe you don't need to necessarily cut people out, but, um, but maybe you just need to like set a specific time you know, that you're going to speak to them and, and times that you're not, you're not going to always just be available or, you yeah. know, whatever the unique situation you have is with them.
1: That is so important. And going along the lines of what you said with relationships, um, making sure that you are surrounding yourself with people that build you up and um, that bring positivity in your life and maybe have the same values as you. Um, and you If you do that, then you won't have to be setting those boundaries as often, and you'll be able to express your true emotions without having to suppress anything down, which I think is so important. Um, If you can have friends or relationships in your life that can uh, respect how you feel, um, even if it's maybe a negative emotion or or something that you deemed a negative emotion, um, it's important to have people in your life that will accept that and acknowledge that and help you through that um yeah. and then obviously like seeking authentic connections with people um nothing forced um and i'm all about like trying to not be someone that you're not um it mm-hmm. when you are authentic like you will attract those people for sure yeah. um and lastly feeling your emotions without any judgment um this is a big one i think for a lot of people um we always apologize for how we feel. We always say like, "Oh, sorry, I'm upset," or like, "Sorry, I'm crying." But there's a reason we feel that way, and I think respecting that and acknowledging that is the first step. Um, and and being okay with it,
0: just being yeah, okay. There's nothing wrong with you if you're feeling a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's a
1: natural yeah. reaction to a situation. Um, it doesn't mean you have to move forward and act on that emotion, um, like in a very uh, abrupt way, but it is beneficial to acknowledge it, respect it and find, find a healthy solution from there.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. I think something that just popped into my head to, to add to this is also, um, going back to listening to others. So, I think that's honestly one of the hardest things for a lot of people is just yeah. listening, but also like listening without judgment. Like really listening to someone and what it is that that they're telling you. Because um, I think a lot of times we listen with a prejudgment of what it is that they're saying or what it is that we think of them. And therefore, we're not really able to be with them. We're not really able to listen to what it is they're trying to tell us. So I think if you could also listen to people without judging them for what it is that they're saying or feeling, that's the best way to open up that authentic connection with them. So it might not necessarily be about like finding the right person to connect with authentically. It might be about finding um, finding the best way to approach the person that you're talking to so that you can form a, an authentic relationship with them. And, you know, maybe possible, maybe not, but um, just something that, that I thought about and I think listening is really challenging. I think we have a lot of preconceived ideas and, um, we're, we're only going to connect with people deeper if we can release the the judgmental feelings and things about them. Totally.
1: One thing, um, that one of my clients taught me a long time ago is ABCs, um, an action, a belief and a consequence. So like, mm. like you said, pre-judgment belief yeah. is what you believe about an action. Um, and if you can change your belief, the consequence will be different. So If you believe that somebody is doing this to hurt you, like your consequence will be that you feel angry. Mm. But if you believe something different, like, oh, they're just doing their best, your consequence will be maybe empathy. Mm. So that affects your emotions, you know, and, and it's, it's your belief system. It's not necessarily the actual situation in front of you. It's what you believe about the situation
0: that really helps your emotional wellbeing. Uh, a hundred percent. It's so, so, so true. So true. Um, the next form of self-care is mental mm. self-care. So, um, basically a few things to think about is just how, you know, how to take care of your mental being. Um, I mean, one, one great thing is just being open to learning. So just continuously, um, surrounding yourself with um, information that you find valuable and inspiring and being open to learning more and to growing so when we're growing we are fueling our mental well-being um, another great thing is minimizing clutter and getting organized which we love to do but we it can definitely it. i'm sure you guys have felt when you are when things are kind of a mess and your your desk is crazy or you have clothes on the floor and it, you just you feel automatically kind of stressed and then when you yes. clean it up you feel there's like space all of a sudden mm-hmm. so it can really change your your mental well-being by just tidying up and you know keeping think keeping a clean space whatever that is for you um of course de-stressing so whether that be you know doing breathing exercises or finding space to meditate um meditation is um, something that i'm really committing to during during quarantine I really want to set that up as a strong habit for myself because it's always been kind of in and out but um I find that it um I know that it's going to help my mental well-being because it's basically like exercising my brain and rewiring my brain um So that it's not constantly in like wandering mode and just, you know, we have a lot of thoughts. Our brain is meant to think, (laughs) Um, but it's great to also strengthen your brain and kind of take away the stress and live in the present moment. Um, Other great mental exercises are setting goals, which we love. We have a whole episode on setting goals, right, Gina?
1: Yes, we do.
0: Um, so that's great because that keeps you, you know, focused and moving forward in some sort of way, um, which will keep you feeling, um, empowered and challenged as well. hundred percent. And our, our brain needs, needs the challenge. Like we need to constantly be challenged. Otherwise we get, you know, stuck in kind of like our comfort zone, um, Mm. which then sometimes that's when like a lot of, um, negative things might come into your life if you Mm. get too comfortable, I would say. Mm. Um, Minimizing technology, distraction, which we talked about, you know, so the more you can take away the screens and and give yourself that you time, the less stressed you're going to feel. And um, I'm looking
1: at a screen. I just like if I'm looking at a screen for too long, I walk away from it and I'm like my brain and my eyeballs hurt so bad. It's so like, true. It takes like a physical effect, not just a mental one when you've been just mm-hmm. at it all day. And then when you go to take a break from your computer, like scrolling on your phone does not help <laughs> at yeah. all. So right. I would definitely recommend to just like cut it out at least for a few hours in a day. Um, it helps so much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And all these things, I mean, they're so connected, right? Like your mental yeah. body, your emotional, your it's just all connected. So yeah, minimizing technology is going to help your mental well-being, but also your physical, also your emotional. Um, and the last thing that I want to bring up is just letting go of expectations. Mm. So, um, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite topic is attachment. You know, I think we get attached to an expectation. You know, mm. this is how it should be. Um, you know, I had certain expectations that I wanted to. You know, accomplished this year certain goals that I had set that maybe I was a little attached to. And obviously, now, you know, life throws you curveballs. So I think the more you can just focus on living in the present and not being too attached to a certain outcome of something, which I think is, you know, especially valuable to performers because we have lots of goals, right? And we have, you know, lots of expectations for how we want our career to go. And right now, we're in this really difficult situation where things are not. Happening the way we expected them to,
1: Um,
0: but that doesn't mean you can't live in the present and find peace in the present moment.
1: Absolutely! Oh my gosh, expectations is such a big word for the performing industry. I mean, we expect or people expect things of us um, in this industry of where we should be, how where our success should be, what shows we should do, how to get our equity card. Like, there's just so many things. Um, and I think we had a whole episode about like what we believe to be success and that is directly correlated with the expectations of what we think success is and what you personally think success is, um, letting go of what, you know, you think you should be doing, um, or who you should be. And Look inside yourself as to you know what you want to do, who you want to be, not based on someone else's vision of you.
0: Yeah, this is the time, guys.
1: Yeah, cool. So our last form of self-care is spiritual. Uh, namaste. I love spiritual.
0: <laughs> I feel like this is this is something. I mean, at least from what I see, I think sometimes we kind of forget about this and how important. Yeah. This is.
1: There's so many things we've mentioned that people don't think that is self-care but yeah it is. Anything <laughs> that is for you and your own well-being that you can take action on. Um, oh, here we go. We have a definition up here. the practice <laughs> of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. So anything, it can be anything that improves your own health that you can physically do. I love that. (laughs) Just thought I'd throw that out there. (laughs) Um, Cool. So spiritual, I would say one of the first things to do is to uh, consume inspirational content. You know, I'm all about overconsumption and, you know, I think we consume too much sometimes. But if you're going to consume, consume things that are positive, consume things that are inspirational, that improve your life, that uh, make you think about um, your own life and how you are leading it. And those, (laughs) those are honestly like the only things that I consume. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I feel like all I do is consume like self-help books, like every single day. You love like reading fiction,
0: don't you? Like. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I love Harry Potter. Um, (laughs) right, right, right. Of course. (laughs) No, I pretty much only read nonfiction, but I'm in a book club right now and we are reading fiction. So I have recently read two fiction books, which is actually nice. It's been kind of a nice escape, but pretty much if I'm looking literally at my shelf right now, it's mostly nonfiction because I'm into exactly the same books you're into.
1: I honestly don't even think I own a fiction book or when the last time I read a fiction book, it was probably when I was in high school.
0: Wow! That's yeah, it's,
1: it's really sad because I'm just I love to, for me, books and and nonfiction or um, inspirational content, whether it's in the form of books, videos, um, you know, podcasts, whatever. Like, I constantly want feel like I'm being surrounded by those people. And yeah. don't they say like whoever you're surrounded by the the five people you're closest oh, to sure. like becomes you? Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. So like, like the five most people you spend the most time with or something like right. that.
1: Right. And unfortunately, like on the road, like if you're on tour or, you know, on a cruise ship, like I was for years and years, like sometimes you don't find as many of those people in your direct location. Um, so I would be also searching out for those things on different mediums. Um, so yeah, that's a great thing to do is just consume content that, builds you up, um, motivates you, inspires you to be better than you are, you know, you were yesterday.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think it's important to say too, like spirituality is like you finding like your your you finding yourself, you know, it's like a connection with yourself. Mm-hmm. So all of these things are very internal.
1: Yeah. And spiritual, um, you know, it can mean, Different things to everybody, and it doesn't right. mean God necessarily, it doesn't mean Buddha, it doesn't mean, um, you know, any sort of religion if it doesn't, if you don't want it to, um, it can if you want it to, um, but it is like your personal journey, like Danny said. Um, and maybe one of those is uh, trusting in the universe, trusting in a higher power, um, whether it is God or nature or, you know, um, who knows um but i think it's worth having something else um to to be attracted to that allows you to let go of control um for so many of us like we want to control everything about our lives and the way things are going and when it doesn't go the way that we want it to we just give up and sometimes it's it's release and really um, humbling to know that there is, you know, the universe has your back and everything happens for a reason. And there is a higher power that, that um, makes things happen. And whether you believe that or not um, is up to you, but I think it really helps to just release the expectation from your own actions. Um, Because we, we just put way too much pressure and way too much stakes on every little detail of our lives. So um, in the realm of spiritual self-care, this is a great tactic to do. Um, also being in nature, connecting with the earth. Um, I, that's when I feel the most spiritual. I don't know about you, Danny, but every time I'm outside and I see animals or I see um, plants or I'm just looking out the, the window now um, at, you know, the sky, I'm just like so astounded by how we're even here and how we are even breathing and living in this beautiful planet um Mm. and I think that helps to really like connect with yourself and connect with the things around you and and just recognize that you're so small and the things that you deemed important um or or you know something to cry about is is really not worth it in the end um yeah. It takes me back to that article, um, of the subtle art of not giving a, a you know, F yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, what are the Fs are you going to give in this life? Is it going to be the things that aren't as important or the things that, uh, are meaningful in your life? And that's what I feel when I go into
0: nature. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about the book? Cause I read that book.
1: Um, I've only read the article. I haven't read the book, but the article, if you have time to read the article is or the blog post, is just Mm -hmm. as good. It's I think like a ten minute read. Um, it's the premise is just like I mean, we can go into it in a different episode, but it's basically like you only have a few F's to give and like choose them wisely because like life is too short and if you give your Fs to stupid things, like there's no point. <laughs> it, it'll just make you angry and, and anxious. And, and yeah, anyway, we can get okay. into that in a different episode, but. You love it. Yeah. Um, quickly, uh, we have trusting yourself, just trusting that, um, that you're in the right place at the right time. And that goes along the lines of like trusting the universe and trusting in um, your journey. Um, Rent. Ren random acts of compassion. I love this one. I'm giving, volunteering your time. I think when we give, we connect to our community and connect to higher power and connect to ourselves all at the same time. Um, So that is a beautiful way, whether it's like through monetary means, or like it says, your time. Um, It's just a beautiful, beautiful way to do
0: that yeah and I, think I, I think it's also easier to connect with that when mm, it's an experience i mean i think yeah. any sort of uh monetary uh you know monetary random act of compassion or, or or donating is is super super generous and beautiful um but i think when you spend your time volunteering or you spend your time with you know some some project like that then you definitely feel more connected i know uh for one when i went to Guatemala with, Mm -hmm. um, my dance company and we volunteered at like a women's shelter and stuff. I, I came home feeling just like this enormous, like sense of connection to other people and also just felt super grateful for, for my life. And, um, just really felt like huge, a huge, huge amounts of compassion for those girls. And, you know, um, so I think if, you can do something like that where you are in in an experience like that, that's when you can really find that deep connection.
1: That's so beautiful. (laughs) I wish that I have had more opportunities to do that. I know that that's an excuse, but that is definitely going to be a big one for me when we're able to actually (laughs) see each other again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. There's, there will be time again. Oh yes.
1: And, um, Last couple points is um, if you believe in praying and you want to um, put that into practice, that is also a great way of connecting spiritually to a higher power, to yourself, to nature, um, whatever you want to do, just intimately doing that in your own time. Um, Practicing stillness and silence. I love this. I literally just want to be silent most of the time. <laughs> 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 because we just have so many thoughts, and, and to shut out the world and shut out our own thoughts sometimes is, is so powerful, because then we can actually hear what our body, our mind, our, our heart is telling us. Um, mm-hmm. I don't feel yeah, like we I give our, Yeah, we don't give ourselves enough time to do that. So practice stillness. Um, and then yoga. Yoga is an ancient ancient practice for a reason um it works and uh trying to sync up your mind spirit emotions and body all together into a practice uh is very powerful
0: yes i love 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 yoga me too i know ah that was great Yes so we're just like, that's it. So like, that's, it. that's all we got. Yes, yeah.
1: So those are all of our ways of practicing self-care. We have physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. just to recap. And again, it is just a practice of taking action. So all of these things we can take action on. Um, it's not just a physical practice. it is many different ways that contribute to different parts of your well-being.
0: Yeah. And you ultimately know what feels good to you, right? Like, you know, what makes you feel grounded, what makes you feel uh, feel supported, what, you know, makes you feel nourished, you know, you, you, you know, if you really tune in. So, you know, self-care is also just, it's tuning into you and your needs and honoring them and choosing to prioritize them. Hmm.
1: I do want to mention this. I read an article, um, yesterday that reminded me of this exact subject of self-care really quickly. Um, it's not self-care is, can also turn into an expectation.
0: Mm, Yes. Oh my God. It's so true.
1: Yes. So like when, especially being a health coach, me and Danny are health coaches and when we see a bunch of other health coaches or when we see a bunch of um, like wellness experts being like, okay, This is my morning routine. I woke up at 5 a.m. and I did all of these things. I read my book, I I meditated, I journaled it, I did yoga and and then I got in a run and you know, all of these things. Um, you know, I baked my own bread. (laughs) Like you you feel this sense of expectation that you should be doing that too, because you know, you're a health person and and you are expected and to be healthy and to show that to the world. But just know like self care is for you. It's for you and it's not for anyone else. And if you have the expectation that you have to do all of these things in order to feel healthy and and you know have that sense of self-love, um it it turns into something else. It turns into just practices uh as opposed to something that improves your own well-being. So just think about that. Everything that we mentioned, obviously, is is great to do, but we don't do all of these things on a daily no. basis. Absolutely not.
0: And there's no expectation to do all these things. These are exactly. just suggestions and mm-hmm. and things to think about to get mm-hmm. you feeling maybe inspired to take a new action or yeah. to find something else that realigns, that aligns with you. Mm-hmm. And exactly what Gina said. That was so beautifully said. It's about you guys. It's just about you. And mm-hmm. And talk and, and deal and loving yourself. That's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, when it turns into something uh, that turns into like anxiety and like you have to do something, it, it takes away from the purpose of what you're actually doing. So, yeah. so yeah, that is self care um, in many different forms. And we hope that you guys can practice some of these things on your own and make sure to tag us on social um, at Onstage with Wellness and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey creatives, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. We are
0: beyond grateful for your interest and support in our conversation. We hope you'll tune in each week for fresh new content and some inspiration from wherever you are in the world. Whether you're on tour, auditioning, or in your hometown community theater, share this with your cast, friends, and anyone in the industry who could benefit from this podcast. If you like what you hear, write
1: us a review. You can do this through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Share with us what you liked and what you want to hear more of. This will help us with our mission to support
0: performers with their health and wellness goals. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at On Stage with Wellness. You can follow Danny at Danny Nicole Wellness and Gina at Gina Daniels Coaching. You can find all the links you need in the show notes.
1: Until next time, performers, remember, you know enough, you have enough, and you are enough.